Hello and welcome back to another episode of Winners One Gospel Love Edition. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I'm Coach D. And today we are going to be continuing our conversation uh, on the topic uh, that we've been talking about all week in Coffee in the Morning Club, which is the mind of a lover renewing and transforming your mind. Yeah, that's good. That's a good introduction because mm. however we look at it, uh, the conclusion of the matter is we have to have the mind renewed. I was in a conversation this morning, I think it was, and we were talking about the importance of it's one thing to accept um, the salvation that, that God has wrought for us. It's one thing to accept it. And the Bible says that uh, we were delivered from the powers of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Well, translation does not equate to transformation. When folks, just because we're translated doesn't mean we're transformed. Transformation takes place through the mind. The Bible says uh, there's the regeneration. In Titus it says uh, the, the, the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. The, the, the renewing of the mind is the work of the Spirit. Like, like, because folks fight, you, folks fight you hard. Folks fight you hard. Not to have their <laughs> mind renewed. Like, folks will fight you good. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we have, to, we have to have our minds renewed specifically towards marriage. Why is that? Because of the divorce culture we all grew up in. Right. Right, the divorce culture programs us. There's something about culture that we, we have to dig deeper into because culture is the mechanism by which God created to communicate his thoughts to society within the construct of a culture. We have to have a faith-based culture for our marriage to abide in so that we can have a faith-based marriage. In order to have a faith-based culture, I, I got to have a faith-based mind. If I don't have a faith-based mind, my mind isn't renewed pertaining to the things of the kingdom of God and the faith life God has called us to, we can't have none of that. And therein lies the problem that the church, I'm talking about faith, Bible, toting, you know, folks go to church every Sunday, you know, doing the stuff that the preacher, that, that, that's the problem that we're having in marriage because the divorce rate in the church is just as high as it is in, 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 in society. And we, this, we have to, we, this, there should be a distinction between the two. And, and unless we, unless we grasp and embrace the faith-based um, culture that a marriage is designed to, 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 to abide in, then we're going to always be just as, I hate to say bad, but we'll, we'll always be on the same level as the world is when it comes to you know, how we, how we uh, establish our marriages. Um, we like to say this, that marriage is a faith-based adventure. If you're, not, if you're not functioning and operating by faith in your marriage, then, then, then you're going to fail eventually. Right. You know, so we talked about that a little bit this week in our Coffee in the Morning Club. We want to kind of reiterate those things today and really emphasize, if anything, that I want to emphasize is that the renewing of the mind is essential to you having a faith-based marriage. It's, it's, it's essential to you living by faith. This is essential to you to being pleasing to God. Like, as we know, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Like, it's just, it's just not going to happen, you know, so. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's... I, I, I and you've you've given this example before too of you know when when you played for the Dolphins and then you went to yeah, the Bills right right you know right. There, there's a certain mentality that you had to switch over to fit into the culture of the you know what the Bills had right. in their building you know and it's the same thing in, in marriage you know when you when you understand that there's a goal and like there was for the Bills the goal was winning the Super Bowl mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. there's a goal for marriage mm -hmm. if you have that mindset when you go into marriage you understand what the goal is 
you should have a mind mm-hmm. to, 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 you know, to, to fit into the culture, to, to get into the groove and understand the language, understand your role, understand the game plan, understand all that stuff mm-hmm. so that you can accomplish the goal. It's, it's really it's really that simple. Yeah. It's easier it's easier said than done is what some people say. Right, right. But obviously to get to the point to where marriage becomes easy is the goal, right? Yeah. Um, oneness oneness is the end of marriage. You mentioned that the end goal for marriage is oneness. It's not the wedding ceremony, it's not having children, it's not, you know, the big house and a dog and three kids. The end goal for marriage is oneness. I was talking. I was talking to a couple this week, and we were, they were talking about the um, the word just kept coming up was compromise. That's the word mm. that kept coming up. I, I was in three conversations, and and each couple kept saying compromise, compromise, compromise. And I said, I, I don't really like the word compromise. Yeah, it don't sit right with me. I, I, I like the word transformation. <laughs> yeah, because compromise has a negative connotation associated with it. If I feel like I'm compromised, that means I'm losing something. I'm getting, and one of the couples actually said that. Like I feel like I'm I'm gonna lose anyway. Wait, wait, why are you looking at it as a loss? Right. Really, it's really not a loss. It's 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 a gain yeah. because you you you're gaining you're gaining oneness. Right. Right. When things come up, I call them I call them disruptions. When minor disruptions come up, and and what is it? Why do I call it a disruption? Because it's a disruption to loving. Yeah. Right. When the, I, I don't want my love to be disrupted. Right. Like I fight you over that. Like I don't want my love to be disrupted. Yeah. Because I, I'm, as a lover, I just want to love. Like, right. Don't get in my way of loving. <laughs> right. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> right. No, that, that's, a, that's the mind of a lover. Yeah. Like, like Jesus went to war for us because there was a disruption took place. Mm. We, calls it, we call it Adam's fall. There was a disruption. Right. He was ready to go to war for that. Right. And, and we, as a lover, like he don't want his love to be disrupted. We, we, our mind, I don't, I don't, I won't allow, I don't want to allow that to disrupt my loving. Yeah. yeah, I might have to, I might, I might have to sort through some feelings, I might have to get through some thoughts, but I'm going to get through them thoughts as speedily and as quickly as I possibly can so that I can get back to loving because as a lover, the, my agony, my agony as a lover is not being able to love. But That's it's my it's, agony. It's right, right. And, and I, I think, I think what's, what makes, what's part, what, what is part of the, the difficulty of changing the mindset is the subtlety of the falsehoods and mm-hmm. I'll give you an example so you 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 look at the phrase agree to disagree mm-hmm. you were talking about compromise mm-hmm. it, it it from from my perspective knowing what I know about love and the way love works it's it's the same thing as saying we agree to disagree it's an excuse to say to stay on separate sides of the table mm-hmm. right and I was I was given a, a couple of rides today to the airport and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, how, 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 agree to disagree. Right. Like that's got to be the so that's I almost want to call that antichrist. One hundred percent. That's that, anti oneness. That's what I was getting to. Like if 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 you and I are working on a on, on a project together, we can't agree to disagree because that's not going to accomplish the goal. Right. The goal is we'll to be on the same it. page. Right. Right. How do we get something done? Okay, well, I'm, well, I don't agree with you. Well, I don't agree with you either. We're going to agree to disagree. Like, what is that's carnal? <laughs> You're not going nowhere with that. that ain't, that's silly. And all that really does is that 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 creates an opportunity. But that's for divorce culture. Exactly. Based. That's the point. Imagine if we if we have a hundred disagrees to disagree. Agree a hundred <laughs> agreeing to disagree. Right. Well, what do, do we agree on anything? And only three points of actually right. agreeing Agreed. on something. Like that, that's that's silly. No, that's because that's because I'm going to tell you what that's because because they're they're their point of agreement is not the word of God. It's mm. their opinion. Yep. It's how I feel about it. Yep. Because if it's the word of God, then hey, 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 it's the word of God. If you don't, you're not disagreeing with me. Right. You're disagreeing with the word. Right. 
right? The, 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 the plumb line for oneness is the word of God. Right. Is what, it's, it's faith-based marriage. So don't, don't, ain't no, I agree to disagree. In other, I want, I'm going to hold on to my opinion and you can hold on to your opinion. That's no, it. we got the, what, the thing that brings us together is not my opinion. It's not how I feel about this. It's what does the word of God say about it? Right. That's a faith-based marriage. It's got to be rooted in truth. So ain't no agree to disagree. You tell me, you all agree and disagree. I'm saying, well, y'all ain't got a word then. Y'all don't have a word on the situation. Right. If you're going to see, that's all, that's all. But see, we adopt that stuff. Well, that's what counseling teaches you. Right. You, you sit there, you talk about your feelings and you try to referee the feelings, which are not going anywhere. Man. They're not directed <laughs> towards a goal. Right. It's talking about feelings just right. for the sake of talking about feelings. Right. Listen, we said this, we said this, a lover is put back in control. When you, when you, when you, when you identify and embrace the idea of being a lover, it puts you back in control. See, when Adam felt he lost control, Mm. He lo- his soul became the dominant force. His soul became the dominant determinant in his, in his de- decision making. It was the soul, right? But the spirit man was supposed to be the dominant force, right? The mind of God. Because when God, when God created Adam, he blew into his nostrils the breath of life, the Bible says. That, that word in the Hebrew, it means he, God blew his mind in Adam. So Adam had the mind of Christ, which is the end goal for us. Is that is the mind? The, the end goal for the renewed mind is the mind of Christ. I guess that's something we probably should talk about, yeah. um, because people, people, we, 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 as faith, as believers, we have to understand that God's end goal is for us to have the mind of Christ. Paul said we have the mind of Christ, right? The mind of Christ is given to us in seed form, but we, it has to be activated. It has to be, it has to be nurtured. Just like every seed that's sown into the ground it has to be nurtured, it has to be developed, it has to be, be it has to be caused to, to grow. It has to cause be given a cause to grow. And and when it comes to marriage, our minds has to be renewed pertaining to the demands of marriage and how to fulfill those demands. Mm-hmm. Well, the renewing of the mind, the end goal for the renewal of the mind is the mind of Christ. Christ was the the a blueprint for a man uh, full of the Spirit of God walking in earth. With a renewed mind, he was the 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 example of a renewed mind, a man that functioned with a renewed mind. Mm-hmm. He functioned under a renewed mind. So how we see him living and walking by faith is how we're supposed to walk by faith in every compartment of our life. He gave us the example of how to love his wife, or how to love our wife when he's when he said the example of how to love the church. Mm-hmm. He functioned under a renewed mind when it came to loving his bride. So we just got to look at what he did and look at how he operated. We got the same love. We got the same faith. We got the same father. We got the same spirit. We got the same word. Like, like we can do it. If he could do it, we can do it. That's that's basically what he, if I can do this, y'all can do it. I'm giving you everything I had. Right. But if our minds aren't renewed and we still think that it's okay for us to agree, disagree, and we never get to the point where we come to an agreement on on that subject matter, then we're not walking in love. Like love longs to become one. The loving in, in Caitlin and the loving you longs to become one. That's where the power resides. Deep calls that's, deep. that's what deep calls the deep and what two come together in agreement. Now the power of marriage can be demonstrated. Right. Love, love, um, it fights for oneness. Ain't no I agree to disagree. That's all, that's all d- divorce based stuff. Right. But we don't know that. We embrace that. We, we say that and then we go on smiling like everything okay. No, you have enough of those, you're going to be going downtown. <laughs> You have and, enough of those agree to disagree. And spending $7,500. Seven, at least $7,500. That's if you don't want to fight the thing. Right. That's if you ain't got nothing to separate. <laughs> <laughs> you got something to fight for, then you're going to be spending fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. No doubt. But the point is, it ain't about disagreeing. We can come to an agreement. But your word, the word ain't, the word ain't your end all for your disagreements. You still want to hold on to your opinion. That's all it is. I just want to hold on to what I think. Well, what if you think it's wrong? 
how you determine what's right or what's wrong. It's got to be the word. Right. These folks, they ain't, they, ain't, they, 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 they might be Christian marriages, but they ain't faith-based marriages. Mm. It's a big difference. And that's a big difference. And that's the problem, right? Yeah. When I identify as a lover, it puts me back in control of my mind, of my emotions, and of my desires. Right. When I identify as a lover, I'm back in control. And that's what we have to understand. The key to you meeting the demands of marriage is identifying as a lover. When I identify as a lover, I'm back in control. If we can, if we can get that. Now, how do I identify as a lover and how to gain control? They got to come to coffee in the morning club. For that. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. And, and a prime example is, is the, the, the communication. I mean, the communication is one of the clear indicators of the mindset that you have. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, uh, uh, the word says, out of, out, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, yeah. the mouth will speak. Yeah. Right? So, so from that standpoint, you, 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 look at, you look at the way that we communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. If, if the understanding of the way that we communicate is emotionally charged mm-hmm. or, it's, or it's, only, um, it, it's only based off of exactly what you say mm-hmm. and there's, there's, no, there's, there's, not a, there's not a mind to kind of you know, understand you know, the heart of the person. Like mm-hmm. I, had, I had a big deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like you could say something to me and I'll look at your body language and I'll look at what you say or I'll, I'll, your body language and how you say it and that's what I'm reacting to. Mm-hmm. Never mind what you said. Never mind the, the, the heart behind what you're saying. And, and that's that's a mindset that a lot of people nowadays are, are, are taught to react to. Well, uh, surprisingly, a lot if of they men. look like they want to fight and right. they talk right. like they want to fight. <laughs> they must want to fight. They must, <laughs> right. right. But, but there's like you said, there, there's there's a piece when, when you when you get to that point of transformation, there, there's a piece in understanding that there is the 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 the, the law and the spirit of the law, mm-hmm. and that's built into the way that we communicate, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want to say, but my spirit will catch what your spirit is trying to send at mm-hmm. the same time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That'll come across in the communication. Because I'm connected the way that I'm supposed to be connected. Right. Because I have the mind that I'm supposed to have, the mind of Christ, right? Amen. To see through to the root Amen. of what the communication is that, that's trying to take place. It's like, it's, it's kind of like, so, actually, I want to ask you about this. Yeah. So, so, I was taught early on in, in my, you know, first church going years that when you pray in tongues, that's the spirit directly speaking to God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And... There, there are there are things that my physical mind, for sure, will not understand about praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's so just, the mind is unfruitful. Right. Yeah. So, so in a sense, I think that relates to what I'm saying as far as the communication on, on on a spiritual level. Like I'm hearing your words, but if I have the mind of Christ, I'm also getting spiritually what you're what what, what was coming across as well right. because. That's my spirit receiving it. And right. there, there's going to be times where my mind just doesn't get there. But because I have the mind of Christ, because I'm staying connected, my spirit will 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 charge or initiate in me a level of understanding that at times can be supernatural. Right. The Bible says like this. It says it's, it's the renewed mind is a spiritual mind. Yeah. It says it says and be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may discern 
what is the good, acceptable, it's used the word discern. That's it. That's yeah. a spiritual term. That's a term, that's a term that's, that's related directly to your spiritual ability to pick up what people are saying, right. even though they're not saying it. Right. You, you get inside of what a person is saying. You discern things from what people, from the words. So our words, our words are like containers. They carry, they carry life, they carry death, they carry yeah. hate, they carry fear, they carry, they carry things. And, and a spiritual mind, a renewed mind is able to discern what, what, what words carry. And, and this is a this is a critical element when it comes to diffusing or not even getting to the point to where we we have distortions or disruptions yeah. in our relationships. Because if I can discern, even though even though she might have said it this way, but if I can discern her heart in the matter, then that'll keep me from getting upset and keep me from losing control and keep right. me from feeling like this. But 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 the key to it is the renewed mind. You said something. You said something as far as um, you wanted to ask me about. Well, specifically, praying in tongues. Praying in tongues, right? You talk, you talk about praying in tongues, and the mind being unfruitful, right? The 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 greatest challenge to uh, marriages is just that mm. people being unfruitful in their thinking, yeah. right? The mind, the 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 greatest or the different aspects of being fruitful when it comes to the mind is is, is understanding, is knowledge, is wisdom, it's mastery. That that's the fruit of a renewed mind. The fruit of a renewed mind is you, you have an intimate knowledge of a particular subject matter. You have a clear understanding where you can tie together everything that needs to be tied together within that particular subject matter. And you'll be wise. You know how to uh, skillfully live life married or live married life when you have a level of wisdom because you have a level of understanding because you have a level of knowledge in a particular matter, which then will give birth to mastery. Right. We, we, we have to have our minds renewed as it pertains to marriage. Great example you just gave us was agree to disagree. That's no, ain't no Bible on that. Right. Ain't no Bible on that. <laughs> like what happened in the Word of God? There was an instance where, where um, there was a relationship, and it wasn't a husband and wife, but there was a relationship where two men disagreed. Right, mm -hmm. two men disagreed. There was a disagreement. Right. In a sense, there was an. Uh, I, I, I guess we couldn't say there was an agreement. Agree to disagree. We don't know if they agreed to disagree, but there was a disagreement. Paul and Silas. Mm. Like once they dis. I mean, no, no, not Silas. Paul and um, um, man, what's, what's his? How can I think of his name? Paul and uh, man, how can I think of his name? On my phone. Man, I left my phone over there. Um, the first guy Paul traveled with. I get it. Yeah. What's Paul? What's Paul? What, I can't think of his name. Paul and why can't I think of his name? Barnabas. Paul and Barnabas. Yeah, Paul and Barnabas. When they disagree, like you never hear Barnabas again. Mm. You never hear him again, right? The disagreement was so sharp. They said, like, like disagreement. How we we supposed to be one? You have enough disagreements. You have enough agree to disagrees. Mm -hmm. You're going to have problems, right? So that right there, our mind needs to be renewed to that. Right. No, baby, we're not going to agree. No, no. Let's go to the Word. What does the Word say about this? Right. There's a Word for everything. For everything, <laughs> which has been proven time <laughs> and time word. again by Demaris Johnson. <laughs> There's a Word for everything. There's a Word for every situation, every circumstance you can face in marriage. There's a Word for it. Yeah. And, we, and we, like, like but, but if our minds are renewed, um, and, and the idea of, of transformation, we talked about that earlier, that we like that word over, the, over compromise, is because the idea of transformation is renewing. It is renovation. And all of the renewing and all the renovation has to do with bringing you to a place to where you're better. Mm. That's the idea of that word when you study it out. It means to make one better. It means to cause one to grow. 
So the idea of a renewed mind, God's idea of having a renewed mind is you're going to grow as a husband. You're going to grow as a wife. You're going to grow into being the husband that I've called you to be. You're going to grow into being that hero husband that I've called you to be. You're going to grow into being that wondrous wife that I've called you to be. You're going to grow. If our minds aren't renewed, then there's no growth. Like, like we, 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 um, we determine spiritual growth by how long somebody's been saved, how long they've been in the church. Wrong. That's wrong. All that's wrong. <laughs> spiritual growth is not determined by that. It's determined by how your mind is renewed toward the things of the kingdom of God. Right. How your mind is renewed toward the things of Christ. Like, like that's, that's how we determine spiritual maturity. Mm -hmm. Not how long a person been in the school and uh, been coming to the church, been in Bible school. Not all that stuff don't mean nothing. Right. But we've, we've commercialized things, and so we've had to do things like that so that we can say, well, this person got a, they got their doctorate. So I don't give a doctorate. It's his mind renewed. Right. I mean, you got folks with doctors. You, you got doctors, so-and-so ain't got a renewed mind up there preaching to a million people. His mind ain't renewed, so, so I'm just like, just like everybody else. But his mind not Telling renewed. people to keep separate bank accounts. All, all that, that old foolishness. Yeah. All yeah. that old stuff, right? Yeah. Like, like, if the mind ain't renewed, I don't care how many... Letters or what's it called? They put in front of their name. Doctors and degrees. <laughs> letters, yeah, yeah. I don't care how many letters you put in front of your name. If your mind has not been renewed, you need to sit your tail down and listen to somebody. And that's that's the challenge we face. Our husbands have to have their minds renewed to husbandry. Our wives have to have their mind renewed to wifery. And until you find somebody that has had their mind renewed, then keep on looking. Because right. that's the key. Right. Is the mind being, that's the thing that separates us from possessing the thing that God has for us. Jesus came and he said it like this. His version of, of, of renewing your mind was repent. Mm. Right? John the Baptist came and said the same. First thing they said, man, your mind got to be renewed. If you're going to embrace, if you're going to experience this, this glory of this kingdom, that we have, your mind has to be renewed. He said repent. The word repent means to return to the original way of thinking. You're thinking like, you're thinking according to the way of the world. You got to go back to the original way God intended for you to think. Right. That's, that's, the, that's the end goal of the renewed mind. The end goal of the renewed mind is the original thought that God intended for man to have when he came to this earth. Right. That's the mind of Christ. Jesus said it. He was all about it. He says, until you repent, until you renew your mind, you can't, you can't even handle the kingdom of God. It's there for you. I, I actually recently went through something. You're going you gonna, you gonna to do something? You're going to ask a question? You just, was I going to ask a you question? Gonna, yeah. You I mean, you're doing great. We're going through. We're half the side. You're doing great. <laughs> okay. We gotta. We gotta get to. She's trying to keep that time. Intentional. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just want to say really quick, like my my encounter with with that revelation. Um, you know, when, when when you're when you're at a point, and I guess it's really speaking to anybody going through this. When you're at a point where you're hearing what the word says about your situation, but somehow for some reason it's still not sitting right it's the mind that needs to change right it's it's it, it was it was my mind that needed to change the mm -hmm. way that i was perceiving the way that i was believing was wrong mm -hmm. and once i got over that once i got through that mm -hmm. i was able to see exactly how right the word was about my situation and yeah. how and how perfect it was as a solution to my issues mm -hmm. and and Getting to that point, I mean, I had a breakdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? So stuff like that happens. But I think at the end of the day, the most important thing that came out of that was a, a transformed mind. Right. And being able to, to be in a place now where, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right. Yeah. 
And what you're talking about, the work of the believer is that. The work of the believer is the renewing of the mind. Powers Paul said like this. He says we have to take captive every thought. That's the process of renewing the mind. You have to take captive every thought and bring it unto the obedience of the word of God. So as a husband, I go into, hus I go into a marriage thinking husbandry is supposed to be it's supposed to operate and function like this. I learned that from my uncle, daddy, or whatever marriage I saw, TV, music, whatever, I, whatever, I, however I perceive a husband is supposed to be like, 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 like. I shouldn't say most, but I know I know of a lot of men that wanna wanna be wanna be a husband, but wanna be single at the same time. Like it don't it don't work it's like that. It's not possible. It's not possible. No, you can't. You, you can't, can't be single the, and married at the same time. You can't do the time. things that you used to do as a single man. Yeah. Now as a husband, like you can't. As when you were unmarried, I should say, unmarried man, you a married man. Now things yeah. things change. Like you can't carry that unmarried mind over into a marital situation. But I think that's the key. It, it's in. It's in. And like we talked about it in. Uh, I think it was the call uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. It might have been the call Wednesday. But what you declare is important. Because for people to say single and married, mm -hmm. those two are not opposing to one right, another, right? 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 They they create what they create this illusion that they are parallel lives, right? And they're not. They're very not opposite. Even, but when you when you take into context what the word says, unmarried, right? Unmarried, and married. You right. are either married or, unmarried. or you're not. Right? <laughs> there is no right. single. There is no in between. And the mind is different for both. Right? There's an unmarried mind and there's a married mind. Right. Right. You got to have your mind renewed from being unmarried to married. Actually, actually, before while you're unmarried, you need to have a married mind. Mm -hmm. Right. The scripture says like this. He that findeth a wife finds a good thing. Yeah. Now, he wasn't talking about a woman that was already married. That's an unmarried woman that's ready to be married. Yeah. Right. So the determining factor of whether or not you're married, you're ready for to meet the demands of marriage is have your mind been renewed toward being a wife. So we got we got a whole bunch of women out there sitting in the pews. Lord, Lord gonna bring me my husband. Lord, gonna be, yep. As soon as you get your mind right, mm -hmm. <laughs> it has to be their willingness. They have to they have to want to get their mind right well, too. I think that's a lot of people's main issues. 100%. Yeah, yeah. You got listen. That Can't listen. If folk ain't got to want to, forget about it. Right. If they ain't got to want to, I remember my boy Mike Murdoch said, "Listen, the man asked me says, there's anything you would do different after 40 years of ministry?'" He says, "Yes, there's one thing I do different." He says, I'd never try to teach anybody that didn't want to learn. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't waste time. He said, I wouldn't waste time with anybody who did not want to learn. He said he wished he could take it all back of trying to work with people who did not want to learn. If they, if they, if they don't have a willing mind, the Bible says, if they first be a willing mind, then whatever you do after that is acceptable. I, don't, I says, I don't even want it if your mind ain't right. If you're, not, if you're not willing to do it, the one thing we have to understand, God will never violate. He won't, he won't supersede our will. If you don't want it, then he'll wait. He'll wait. Right. And so we we we, we talked about um, so many things as it pertains to the renewing of the mind this past week. And um, one of the things that that I brought out was when it comes to the proving of our love. Like we have we have a we have this divorce culture mentality that I don't have to prove to you. I love you. I married you, didn't I? Mm. That's my proof. Like I've heard people say that. I married you, didn't I? That's my proof. Wow. Well, no, you, you, there's a sincerity <laughs> that's connected to how I love it. I, I'm, I a lover has a mind to prove their love for a lifetime. Yeah. Like, a lover has a mind that I'm going to prove to you that I love you. And I'm going to prove to you that ain't, listen, you ain't going to encounter. You ain't going to encounter a love like this. We talked about that when we talked about uh, 
love, the 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 the, the jealousy of love. Mm -hmm. The jealousy of love, mm -hmm. like like there's a jealousy that comes with love. Ah, oh, man, that that few people understand. Permitted no. Oh, he ain't permitting no rivals. He ain't permitting no rivals. <laughs> no. I ain't permitting no rivals. We have to save that for another episode. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that's too. That's that's too much. That's I don't know if we can get out of the way anyway. No, I don't Listen, think so. I'm gonna set the bar high. <laughs> I'm gonna set the bar high, man. He yeah. said the thing high. Salvation. He said that thing high. Yeah. He said that thing high. He made it so. Listen, you ain't gonna find nobody that's gonna do what I do, and do it like I do it. He set the bar high. And as husbands, we gotta have that mindset. We're to love our spouses. He loved his. Yeah. Listen, he set the bar high. He made it high. If you listen, listen, you ain't gonna find nobody. Do it like I do it. Like. That that we we got to get that we got to get that when we identify as a lover and we connect to loving, um, we get to the point to where man, I, listen, I don't have a problem proving you the sincerity of my love. I'm willing to show you. I'm willing to say it. I'm willing to show it. I'm willing to do it, and I'm willing to do it, and I'm willing to keep on doing it until you get to the place to where you are so confident in my love, you are so saturated by my love for you, that that. Whenever anything comes up to doubt it, whenever things anything comes up to to, to this contrary, then it's easily defeated because you look at my track record. One hundred percent. You look at how I've loved you, right? And that's the mindset we have to have. Like it's 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 when we when we when we when we change our mind, when, when our mind is renewed, and we think the way God intended for us to think about husbandry and wifery, then you talk about marriage being easy, right? Like. Folks will fight you. They'll tell you marriage is hard. Right? I just had one of our one of our couples say, when you first said start saying that, Coach D, I was like, he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> right? But then after a while, after hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it, how it's easy, it dawned, it dawned on her one day and she saw it. She saw it. She saw herself as a lover and then loving right. became easy. Right. But until our mind is renewed. Well, here's what's key about that. And we got 20 seconds. Yeah. What was key about that was I don't even think it was very long that it took from the no, point that she was saying that until what? But she was in the culture yes, on Coffee in the Morning key. Club every single, every single call. Time. And and on top of that, I was doing I was doing private calls with her and her, her and her fiance. Right. And so they were able to hear it consistently. Right. And, and, and hearing it and hearing it. And and the reason, you know, this goes back to the mind of the idea of culture. The reason God uses the mechanism of, of culture is because culture comes with a voice. Mm. It comes with a language, right? And the language of love speaks speaks to the lover. The lover in me will speak to the lover in you. The right. language of love speaks to the lover in me, speaks to the lover in you. And once we get the lover in you and the lover in me communicating, now that just makes for a, a, a beautiful and explosive relationship of love. And, and, and it all begins with us, though, having our minds renewed. Like, like the more I think on that, the more it's like, that's what's keeping, right. I'm talking about believers, quote unquote, Christian folks, marriages from prospering and being the, the light and the example that God intends for our marriages to be. It's because one, they're not faith-based at all. They're, they're not faith-based, the, but they're not, but in order for it to be faith-based, our mind has to be renewed. And until that happens to, to, to uh, the, the, the couples that we face, it's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of settling. It's gonna be a lot of frustration. It's gonna be a lot of letting you know uh, agreeing to disagree. Right. Um, right. And it's just it's just tough. But we have a solution. Um, and if they want to be a part of the solution, they can go to our Coffee in the Morning Club website. Um, coffee in the Morning Club dot com. Coffee in the Morning Club. Coffee in the Club dot com. Fill mm -hmm. out the information, and and you know we'll go through the process of getting you involved in the community. Um, and man, just watch, just watch, just watch the power of culture. The power of culture. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it, before you know it, you, it's just what you, you ain't been doing a whole lot. You just been hearing. Right. You been doing a whole lot of doing. Right. It starts with hearing. Yep. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on another episode. We will continue this conversation next week. So join us and we will see you then. Okay. We were supposed to touch on the rest of the pillars because we only got through two yet last week. Right. Remember? Oh, that's all what. <laughs> and then when you say you were on a call or you were talking, you were on a call with a couple, should we be